Yo, today's QOD is life is a game. Here we go. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got the legendary Og Mandino back on the show. And today, Og is going to share a moving, powerful story with you. And he's also going to talk about how life is a game. And when you learn the rules of the game and you apply those rules in your life, you can't help but win. Here's Og. Picture this scene for me, if you will. It's a miserable, freezing cold, gray, somber day in the very worst part of downtown Cleveland, Ohio. (laughs) And leaning up against a pawn shop window to protect himself against the driving rain was a bum a 35-year-old bum. No coat to protect him, shirt hanging out, hair down to his shoulders, bloodshot eyes, and he was afraid, and he was alone, and he was about as low as anybody can get. And all of a sudden, something inside the pawn shop on a shelf caught his eye. It was a little handgun And attached to the handgun was a yellow tag, 29 bucks. And he reached into his pocket and he pulled out three soggy $10 bills. That's all he had in the world. And he thought, hey, there's the answer to all my problems. I'll buy that gun. I'll get a couple of bullets. I'll take them back to that mangy room where I'm staying. I'll put the bullets in the gun. I'll put the gun to my head. And I'll pull the trigger. And then never again will I ever have to face that miserable failure in the mirror. That man had indeed been a failure. He had managed in just a few short years to lose everything in life that was important to him. A lovely wife, a beautiful daughter, a nice home, a promising job and all his faith, and all his hope, and all his self-esteem. He had tried to play the game of life like so many of us do, without taking the time to learn the rules. And now he was paying the price for his ignorance on that miserable, gray, cold morning in Cleveland, Ohio. He was just about ready to throw his life away. That scenario... I'm sorry to say, is repeated hundreds of times every day in this lovely country of ours when people finally lose all hope in a future that once was so bright and so full of hope. And you know, that doesn't count the thousands who don't take their life, but they just give up. They quit. They stop trying. 
and they lead what Henry David Thoreau once called lives of quiet desperation. They're dead at 30 or 35 or 40, even though we won't get around to burying them until they're 72. Fortunately, that miserable wretch, that loser, that bum, standing in the cold rain, didn't buy that gun. He didn't blow his life away on that terrible morning almost 35 years ago. Because if he had, I wouldn't be here with you tonight. I guess it's natural and I expect it that whenever I'm being interviewed on radio, television, or by the press, I'm always being asked, how did you manage to turn your life around so dramatically? And what did you do that raised you from the gutter to the presidency of Success Unlimited magazine in less than 10 years? And where did you, such a loser with the, only a high school education, get all the wisdom and the knowledge to write all those best-selling books? And what secrets of success? You see, they insist on calling them secrets. Did you learn that you could share with others who are looking for some answers on how to turn their life around? Well, I usually replied that everything I learned is in my books. But I won't do that to you. I didn't come 1,200 miles to tease you or to play games with you tonight. You see, I know from past experience, I know from past experience that in every audience, even this one, whether they be famous top executives, salespeople, athletes, students, small business owners, but in every audience, there is always someone out there who feels the walls closing in and who may be smiling on the outside right now, tonight, and yet they're dying on the inside. And they might be even just about ready to give up on life as I was long ago. And that person is out there somewhere silently hoping or silently praying that something I might say or something I might do might be just the life preserver that he or she needs to keep from drowning in a, in a sea of misery. What are we doing to ourselves? The number of heroin, cocaine, and crack addicts is growing so swiftly each day that we have finally admitted we can no longer keep anywhere near an accurate count. Did you know we're consuming more booze now per capita than any time in the history of the United States? How's this for a number? Last year, in this wonderful, gorgeous country of ours, more than 300,000 people tried to commit suicide. That's a city. They're prescribing 5 million prescriptions for Valium every 30 days. And we're now treating more than 4,000 new cases of mental illness every 24 hours. Think about that one. There must be a better way to live. And there is a better way to live. 
And Mr. X or Ms. X, wherever you are out there, I'm going to toss out some life preservers for you. Let's see what happens. The most important secret of success that I had to learn the hard way is that life is a game. It's spiritual and it's holy, but it's a game. And you can't play in that game with any chance at all of winning unless you know the rules. Slight problem. While we were growing up, nobody ever taught us any of the rules. Not once, not for 45 minutes, did anybody ever teach us how to set goals, how to motivate ourselves and others, how to handle adversity when it hits us, how to use our time profitably, how to get rid of the bad habits that we acquire, how to accumulate wealth, how to handle stress, and so much more. And so most of us become spectators, spectators in the greatest game of all, pushed aside by the lucky few who seem to know what they want, and more important, who seem to know how to get it. The pros, the great performers, those who know the rules, they're all down on the field, where all the action, all the glory, and all the money is. And the rest of us, we're up in the bleachers watching them. And we had to pay to get in. <laughs> okay, let's take inventory. Did we possibly learn anything during all those years of schooling that we could apply, that we could use starting tomorrow morning if we wanted to make a real move at changing our life for the better, even better than it is? You bet we did. We all learned how to read with that one great ability that all of you have, the ability to read. You can work miracles in your life. Carlisle many years ago wrote, what we become depends on what we read after all the professors have finished with us. The greatest university of all, he wrote, is a collection of books. And I have a dear friend who is a marvelous speaker. He builds himself as Charles Tremendous Jones, and he is indeed tremendous. He is always telling his audiences, you will be the same person in five years as you are today, except for the people you meet and the books you read. Let me repeat that. You will be the same person in five years as you are today, except for the people you meet and the books you read. So why not resolve to maybe make a slight alteration in your daily routine? And those of you, and I know there are many out there who have people under their supervision, suggest that they do the same thing. The next night that you're free, instead of collapsing in front of that television set at home, Want to take a little trip down to your local library? Walk in, find that special shelf of books that's in every library, that gold mine, that shelf containing books on success, how to achieve it, and how to hold on to it after you get it. 
Walk up and introduce yourself to some of the most powerful people who have ever lived. People like Napoleon Hill, Norman Vincent Peale, Maxwell Maltz, Dorothea Brand, W. Clement Stone. They're waiting. They're waiting at this very minute to help you, to guide you, and to teach you the rules of the game. Of course, there's a little problem. You have got to go to them. I did many years ago. And it didn't take long for that miserable bum standing in the rain to become not much more than just a bad memory. Thank God. All right, that was Augmandino. His website is augmandino.com. If you are interested in learning the rules of the game that Aug just talked about, I highly recommend you join my inner circle, the Rich Lit Society. Why? Because that's exactly what we do. We read the books that provide and outlaw the rules of the game. I help you to understand those rules. We discuss the rules, and I also help you to apply those rules in your life. The book that we are reading for the next three weeks is going to be The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. This is an amazing book that everybody needs to read. When you read this book, and you master the content of this book. When you allow me to help you master the content of this book, your life will never be the same because you will change the way you look at poverty. You will change the way you look at prosperity. You will change the way that you look at yourself. And so our first discussion for this book is going to be next Wednesday, September 11th, 5 o'clock Pacific time, 8 o'clock Eastern time. We start off with some good news. We share the good news in the group. And then I go into a 20 to 25 minute breakdown of what is in the book, the laws that are written about in that week's reading. And then for the rest of the call, for the next 45 minutes or so, we discuss the book together. It is 90 minutes of light bulb moments for everybody there. Nobody walks away from a Rich Lit Society call the same person who they were when they first came in. That's the truth. So again, September 11th, I would love to see you there. The book is The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. The reading is the first three chapters. You can learn more about my inner circle, the Rich Lit Society, at richlitsociety.com. I hope to see you there. All right, that is it for me. I will see you tomorrow with Darren Hardy. Have a great day. Peace. Peace.